artificial intelligence. This is a powerful tool. And if you don't use it, you're going to get passed up. Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. I am your host, Donald Miller. On the show today, we're going to talk about artificial intelligence, whether or not it can help you build your business, whether or not you should be using it, whether or not you should be afraid of it, whether or not it's going to be a helpful tool. My guess is the answer to those questions is yes. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you're going to know more about it, how to use it, some easy first steps into using it to grow your small business. My guest today you are familiar with is Dr. J.J. Peterson. As you know, J.J. has been with us for a long time. He got his doctorate in the StoryBrand framework, and he's just a good friend. He was just asked to speak out at a HubSpot convention in Boston on artificial intelligence, and people loved the talk so much. So, J.J., you got to come in the studio and come on Business Made Simple. So if you're worried about AI, if you're excited about it, hopefully we're going to inform you a little bit more from the perspective of small business owners. Hey, it's podcast producer Bobby Richards. And did you know that HubSpot launched an AI chatbot that helps you build awesome campaigns at scale with just a few prompts? They did. And it's called Campaign Assistant. And it's a totally free to use AI tool that will transform the way you build marketing campaigns at scale. And here's the best part. It works seamlessly with all of HubSpot's marketing and sales tools to scale your output across email, social, and more. So AI your way to your most effective campaigns yet at HubSpot.com slash campaign assistant. JJ, the robots that have for years been making cars, you've seen them in videos. Yes. Oh, yeah. They are now typing into computers. Really? <laughs> I was not aware of that. They are. Interesting. I don't know if they still are working in the odd, but they've gone white collar. Interesting. I, that was not a part of my research. You are ahead of, you are you can't breaking blame news. Them. You no. can't blame them. That's hard work. Yeah. You know, they get, get to sit around. Parts. In the financial district in New York, and those <laughs> they've taken over all those cubicles. Yeah, so that's good, and they're cheaper because they don't take smoke breaks. They don't yeah. drink coffee. Very few bathroom breaks. Yeah, but anyway, they've created something called ChatGPT. <laughs> that is uh -huh. interesting. I'll let uh, you take it from here. That's what that's, I know. That's me coming in. Well, it's funny because. I think a lot of people do feel like all of a sudden AI is taking over everything, right? Yeah. So well, you just hear about it. You everywhere. hear about it everywhere. And of course, the news networks, they make money off of scaring people. So a lot yeah. of it that's out there, a lot of the information that is coming out in, in news is really fear driven of like is like our, everything else. Yes. In is, the news. Are the computers going to kill us? Is Terminator real? You know, those yeah. kind of things are happening. And I think for a lot of people, there's a couple different things that are happening is there's some people that are really excited about it, but a lot of people are nervous about where it's headed. And I think even more people are feeling like they're left behind on it. And, oh, I need to be an expert in this already. And I'm not taking advantage of everything I should. And what should, you know, because everybody's talking about it right now. Yeah. And the first thing that I want to say to everybody is just, Take a deep breath, <laughs> relax a little right. bit. It was really interesting. Uh, you mentioned in the intro that I spoke uh, on a panel about AI at the HubSpot inbound convention. And so I'm in this room with, say, you know, a thousand or so marketers, people who are professionals, who are cutting edge, the best in their field. And I asked everybody in the room, I said, how many of you have used chat GPT AI? And 
everybody in the room raised their hand. Right. And then I said, how many of you feel like you're really comfortable using chat GPT and would borderline expert in it? Three people raised their hand <laughs> out of about a well, thousand that's people. A, that, that, that's actually a profound insight. But I think a lot of people, what we're afraid of is what it could do in the future, not what it's actually doing now. Essentially, right now, it's just a calculator for the brain well, in terms of content creation. I think there are some great uses of it. And I'm going to talk about those a little bit today. Like, I think there are a lot of ways that small business owners in particular can use I'll kind of focus on chat GPT today because it's one that's really talked about a lot right, right. now. Um, but yeah, ways we should to use actually, chat GPT in order to grow their own business. Yeah, we should quantify that because believe it or not, JJ, I serve on an advisory board for a think tank called the Future US, the Future Us, kind of a play on words there. And it's all about artificial intelligence. Yeah. And it's a bunch of Oxford MIT guys. They were just like, we need help clarifying our message. And then I'm like, okay, we can't use any of the words that you just used because I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) But anyway, but it's a fun board to be on. But really when they're talking about concerns, they're actually talking about like computers and, you know, 3D printing biological material. Mm -hmm. They're talking about like artificial intelligence bringing back the woolly mammoth, which they say is going to happen within 10 years. They're talking about stuff that has- That is just way bigger than like it creating a sales funnel for you. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, who knows what our children's children will be dealing with. Yeah. But that's not what we're going to talk about on this no. episode. Because <laughs> most, most businesses are not really dealing with that. And there are so many tools out there that you could get really overwhelmed in like all the different tools. But ChatGPT, I have found, is really accessible. It's free to get started. Uh, so this is it's not kind an of ad. fun. You're always it's kind of shocked of at what it comes up with. And you can use it in a number of different ways that I really do think save you time and ultimately make you money in business. But I do want to start out with a few cautions because okay. I think there's nothing to be afraid of with AI. We've all been using AI for years, right? Like when you start typing a text and it suggests the next word for you, that's AI. That's right. predictive AI. Google Maps, when you're using it to get places, that uses AI. We've moved into what's called a generative, where it's actually creating new information and new content. So there's nothing to be afraid of, but I would argue there's some cautions. And and the first caution, as business owners are specifically thinking about using AI to create content, sales content, social media content, that kind of stuff, the first thing is recognize that right now, it's actually still not super accurate. Yeah. <laughs> because it will give you information that is not true. So because it's it's scouring the internet, yes. which is filled with half truths and people's opinions. It's and- all it's grabbing a lot of different information. So I actually put in um, Chat GPT, give me five facts about Dr. JJ Peterson about myself. Okay, right. and I'm going to quiz you, and I, I want you I to like figure this. out if contest. you can beat AI on this on test. truthiness on truthiness so the first one is dr jj peterson is an internationally recognized keynote speaker author and consultant on organizational storytelling and leadership true or false true oh thank you <laughs> thank <laughs> i'm you trying to that. think what's, okay. what's the trick in that <laughs> no, that one okay that, that one's one was, true I, I, thank you i'll say you can say that's true about me gotcha. uh, i feel like i'm playing chess here's the, the second one He served as director of talent and development at Infusionsoft, where he led culture development and learning development programs. Well, I happen to know for a fact that is not true. That is not true. (laughs) Because you've worked here. I've never worked for Infusionsoft, but it said that. Okay, ready? Here's the next one. This one will be really tricky for you. 
Peterson, didn't say Dr. Athey, says Peterson is the founder and CEO of StoryBrand, a uh, marketing consulting firm that helps businesses clarify their message through the art of storytelling. I don't think so <laughs> because that's my job. That's you. You are the founder you are. and CEO. Here's something that a lot of our listeners know. You're actually the world's leading academic I, that is true. on StoryBrand. But that's not what AI said. AI said I was the founder, <laughs> so it is true. Um, and then I'll give you one more that it said that was not true. Um, well, I just told you. It says he holds a doctorate in leadership communication, a master's degree in interpersonal communication, and a bachelor's degree in English. None now, of those are true. Yeah, I would have tempted to say, say yes, yes to that, but that none of those true. are true. <laughs> okay. My undergrads in communication, my master's in theology and the arts, and my uh, Did it get other PhD. stuff true, or was it just mostly other stuff true, that's not true? The other true thing was his book, Marketing Made Simple, a step-by-step story brand guide for any business, co-authored with Donald Miller, became a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller in 2020. Okay. So that was true. That was true. So we were uh, Wall Street Journal and USA so Today So if you're looking to fact check stuff with ChatGPT, it's, it's not a careful. You have to be a little careful. So you can't just plug and play. So it's basically like <laughs> the, the drunk person you met at the party who's mouthing yeah, off their opinions. Us, I won <laughs> yeah. a million dollars. I did. did. You hear? He's yeah. the CEO of StoryBrand. <laughs> so, so that's there's a you have to be cautious there. And it's your drunk employee. It is that's a little bit. To, that's how you need to think about it. <laughs> um, another caution I would say is that right now, and in fact, President Biden just signed an order that really had sweeping legislation about AI research. Recently. And by the way, that's the first big move the federal government has made. Yes. Congress has done, not surprisingly, nothing. <laughs> yes. No, my friend Miles <laughs> yeah. Taylor wrote the only piece of legislation on AI, period, yeah. that Congress has ever passed. Yep. And he snuck it into a bill, you know, some sort of farm bill. Yeah. Or something like that. The and EU he's is the way only guy who's done anything. The EU is way ahead of us on this. But one of the things we have to pay attention to in the legislation and things that are coming out is that you cannot copyright things that or trademark things that are AI generated because you didn't create it. We have to be careful about this. Yeah, be careful. So I was talking to an AI expert who was saying they had created a course that they were charging people for. One of the images on a slide, just one in their keynote, was AI generated, and they were not able to copyright that course. Who stopped them from doing that? A lawyer. Oh, a lawyer. Yep. Really? So they were talking to a lawyer about trademark and, and IP, and they could not do it. Because ChatGPT is stealing from other sources on the net, it's not original to you. So you cannot make it your own. So if you're creating a logo with ChatGPT, be aware that that may not be your logo, <laughs> right. right? Or some of those kind of uh, AI generation tools. You just have to be careful about the images, the words, the logos that are being created out there that you cannot copyright those. Okay. So with that kind of understanding, when we want to think about ChatGPT, basically we have to think about the only way that ChatGPT gives you any information back is based on the prompts that you are giving it. So another caution I would say is if you're putting garbage in, you're getting garbage out. So you have to be very aware of what you're putting into ChatGPT, the questions you're asking, how you're asking it. And we talk about this in the StoryBrand framework a lot, that even with ChatGPT, if you have an unclear message before you put that into ChatGPT, you're just going to get unclear marketing back out. So just, you know, I found that when I did the job description. Yeah. If I typed in, hey, we're looking for a new whatever, I would get back a decent job description. But if I just actually sat for 15 minutes and said, we really want to be able to do this, it'd be nice if they could actually cross over and do some of this, blah, blah, blah. 
Get back up extremely thoughtful. Yes. Much more. But that's actually a human skill set. Yeah. Right? Knowing yes. the right prompts exactly. doesn't, you know, it means you do your job better. Exactly. It doesn't mean your job is replaced. Exactly. I mean, so when for that you're creating instance. prompts for ChatGPT or any kind of AI tool, you want to think about what kind of output you're getting from it and include that in the prompt. So what kind of format do you want the information back in? What is its goal or objective? What is the purpose of the information you're getting back? Who is the audience that you're addressing? You can use different examples when you're putting in. So write me something like what Donald Miller would say. Like I can actually use you as an example. (laughs) If I want to create Donald Miller-esque writing, I can tell ChatGPT to do that. So whatever you're putting into ChatGPT, it cannot create it on its own. You actually have to come up with good prompts, good direction, and there is a human element that still has to be involved in all of this. And that's really, really important because people are actually still looking for a human element in everything that comes out from you. Yeah, more so now than ever. It's so much more important. Now that ChatGPT and other AI tools are out there, it is becoming so much more important to have a clear message because there's more garbage that's out there than ever. And it's important to connect on a human level with your customers and be human-centric, like the customer-centric kind of language is going to be more important than ever in this new AI world. The Gold Digger Podcast, hosted by Jenna Kutcher, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network the audio destination for business professionals. Here at Business Made Simple, we are Team Jenna all the way. We love her show, and we love how it helps you discover your dream career through productivity tips, social strategies, business hacks, inspirational stories. I mean, there's so much that show delivers each week. In a recent episode you should go check out titled, If You Want Bigger Results, You Have to Do This, Jenna gets real talking about how when you're aiming for a goal, you're only going to hit it if you have an informed plan. She also talks about how to get that plan from consistently looking at what is and isn't working. Then on top of all that, she breaks down what she measures when creating a plan, why she measures it, and then how you can immediately start doing the same thing and measuring your results. Go listen to Gold Digger wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to the show. With that in mind, with kind of those cautions of understanding that it's not always accurate, that you cannot copyright anything that you're creating, and you have to be very aware of the information you're putting in to begin with, even before it's not going to just spit out great stuff. I have a few suggestions of some other ways people can actually use ChatGPT to both like save time and make money for their small business. That sounds good. I'd love to, I'd like to hear them. So the first thing is to generate ideas for social media content. Got it. Specifically. So what you want to do is give some prompts to ChatGPT in order to generate caption ideas or just brainstorm ideas for social media. So for instance, On Instagram, a prompt you could put in would be generate unique and innovative content ideas for Instagram posts for my and then put in your business topic. And tons of stuff about your business, you know, the needs that your customer has, the problems that they deal with, their income levels, you know, whether or not they're married, you know, stuff like that. Because you would actually put, I want these posts to be relatable to dads of toddlers, you know, whatever that is. And the more specific you get, 
the better that those outputs are going to be. Or even just help me generate five creative caption ideas for a specific Instagram profile that will engage this specific audience. So naming your audience and saying, I want to engage them more. And you can get them to just say, generate five creative captions and it will do it for you. On LinkedIn, you can actually say, help me create five tips that would be beneficial for professionals in blank industry. And again, really specific or create a 60 second video script that teaches about blank that I can use on Instagram. You know, what's what's really great about, you know, being a writer and JJ, I know that you've probably dealt with this too. The hardest part about writing is actually the blank cursor, the blinking cursor in the blank page. It's so much easier to edit something than it is to write something. And a lot of times, like when I edit something of somebody else's work, you know, I'll completely edit it and change every single word of it. But it was so much easier because they had put something on the page. Yeah. And ChatGPT can give you a crappy rough draft. Exactly. Right. And it's, in fact, I just did it on that, on a job description this morning. I keep talking about this, but, you know, typed all that stuff in, cut and paste ChatGPT's response, and then just rewrote the job description. But it just took me 10 minutes rather than 10 hours. Exactly. So what you're looking for here is not complete a copy. You're getting ideas. And so even give me blog topics about blank that you could give me an outline for, you know, or provide three viral blog posts about blank and use conversational language and make it engaging. Just those kind of things. And what I have found is I start with one prompt it gives me back junk and I edit that prompt a little bit more and go, give me five more ideas or give me five more ideas that are funny. And I can go five or six layers deep on one prompt. I think that's the easiest way people are using it is to create lead generating ideas, blog topics, Instagram captions, YouTube things like videos. that. YouTube videos. Because you can actually ask it, give me a YouTube video script. Exactly. And it'll turn those bullet points into a script. Exactly. Another way that I've actually started using it that's really fun is use it as a learning tool to kind of develop strategy or learn a new topic. So something like, you know me, I, I love uh, creating dioramas for state fairs. <laughs> dioramas, by the, by the way, folks, are like ships in a bottle. Basically, stuff that exists yeah, inside it's, of something and, else. And so I got into this a few years ago as a joke, and I kind of do it for fun of where I've like, I enter the well, state fair every year. I want to explain the joke because it's, yeah. it's actually really fun. <laughs> JJ hacked the world's, no, the, the state fair. The state fair, yep. He went and he found out the easiest way to get a blue ribbon, the least number of people <laughs> who compete in a specific category and discovered that the category was dioramas, but it was a subcategory. Fairy habitats. Fairy habitats. Smaller than 12 by 12 inches. (laughs) Nobody was entering this. And he just thought, if I just go to Michael's for 30 minutes and vomit in a jar... I can win this. I can win a blue ribbon. So I am, By the way, you did a lot better than vomiting a jar. I well, saw it. Not it was much, good. Not much. But I am a multi-time blue, blue ribbon winner from I'd the I'd like State to Fair. see artificial intelligence do that. They can't. But what they can do is if you prompt them, you can honestly say, so here's a prompt that I could put in. I want to learn the new skill of creating fairy habitat dioramas. Generate a 30-day plan that will help a beginner like me learn a new skill from scratch. Wow. So you can actually put stuff like that in. I want to learn how to become a professional screenwriter. Give me a 30-day plan that moves me from beginner to professional 
and help me follow through with that. It will generate things like that. You can also create a prompt that says something like, find and summarize the key insights from the top-rated business books related to blank. So you can actually have it summarize the top-rated business books out there or compile a list of the most recent articles and resources about blank. And it will actually become a research assistant for you. So that's some of the things that like go beyond just creating like copy, but actually using it almost as an assistant that helps you organize thoughts. You know, you could even say things like act like Bill Gates or Steve Jobs and give me advice on blank. And it will generate content for you or act as an Instagram strategist and ask me questions to help me grow my followers. And you can just start doing things like that. So it goes beyond just content prompts, which I think that's what most people in the marketing space are using it for, generate ideas. But you can actually use it to become an expert, to do research, develop strategy, analyze the top performers in your field so that it can give you a list of the most important lessons you can learn from them. There's a lot of different things that you can do that will save you time because otherwise you're having to go out and find out all these articles and compile them, get AI to do it for you. And you can learn a ton from it. Again, is it all going to be perfect? Absolutely not. Is it going to be a start that gives you some tools to actually be able to grow your business in new ways? 100%. Oh, I love it, JJ. I, you know, one of the things that the guys on this advisory board or the guys actually who have the think tank were saying is that our education system is now punishing kids for using artificial intelligence. And the guys on the advisory board says the exact opposite of what we need to do, that they need to use it. Or if they don't use it, we will get passed up. And it's like a calculator. What a calculator did the math, this can do for rational thought and so many other things. And I say that to say, use it. Our policy at StoryBrand with our 30 employees is use it. Our policy with our 1,000 certified guides and coaches is use it and get used to using it and understand how to use it and understand the law and don't pretend something is yours that isn't yours. You have to be really careful with that. But at the same time, this is a powerful tool. And if you don't use it, you're going to get passed up in the marketplace and your business is going to lose out to somebody who's figured it out. So JJ, thanks for coming on and talking about artificial intelligence. We want you to come back because six months from now, it's going to be a completely different conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Yeah, it really will be. And you know, I'm just super curious about what the future holds. I know that our kids are going to grow up in a very different world than the one that we're growing up in now. And hopefully it's a better world. By the way, you know, let's actually end with some hope. One of the amazing things that artificial intelligence can do is it dips down through the layers of software to rewrite its own code to get better results. That's actually what artificial intelligence is doing. So as soon as you say, I want this robot to kick the ball through that goal, and it kicks it and it goes left, it goes back down into the layers of software and says, okay, when the ball is coming at me from this angle, don't kick that far to the left. And then it reactivates and it it learns. Terrific conversation and a conversation that no doubt we will come back to time and time again. In fact, probably every quarter we should be checking in on artificial intelligence and how it's being used and how you can use it. Because I, I, I just think JJ's right. There's enormous upside to this as long as you know how to do it. Listen, at the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. 
Today's plan of action is this, use ChatGPT, but I want to give you a specific assignment because I really want you to get hooked on it. And the specific assignment is ask ChatGPT to create a lead generator for you that people would give you their email address in order to have or to read. And I want to take it even further. I don't want you to make the lead generator public until you've been through five iterations of it. So in other words, you know, let's say that you're a night nurse who goes in and helps sleep train infants and helps new moms figure out their first two weeks. And you need a string of clients in order to keep your business going because say you've got five night nurses under you and you got to keep them all busy and each of them can work like one week a month or whatever. So you're going to need some leads. Well, you would actually go in and say, okay, if you were creating a lead generator for expecting moms who are seven months pregnant and just starting to think about the fact that they're going to bring home a baby, uh, will you tell me what their insecurities or fears are as it relates to sleep? That's going to give you information that you can then turn around and use as a prompt. And then you, say, and then you, you go back and you say, can you tell me if moms are dealing with these issues, what is the most terrifying thing to them? And on and on and on, you just keep getting those better and better responses. And then you say, okay, I need to write a lead generator in order to collect email addresses from expecting moms who might hire a night nurse and be able to pay them this much money, who are afraid of these things. What would the title of that lead generator be? Then it gives you the title. And then you say, okay, I'm creating a lead generator that's called, you see what I'm saying? And then you actually get that lead generator. You can actually go to other places on the web. I don't want to promote anybody. You can go to other places on the web, have them design it, or you can go to your StoryBrand certified guide and have them create an entire sales funnel and have it up and running inside of a CRM. And you can be collecting email addresses with that lead generator in a week. That's your assignment. Because once you realize how much more productive and efficient you are at getting things done, you're going to use this for everything from here on out. And if you don't, you know, the thing to be afraid of is not artificial intelligence. The thing to be afraid of is how quickly you're going to be left behind if you don't learn to use it. You know, calculators have served us really, really well. Computers have served us really, really well. ChatGPT will serve you really, really well if you learn to use it. If, I think as we get older, the cognitive dissonance of trying something new gets higher. But if you overcome it, the reward for having used it gets greater. And uh, I say your plan of action is to use it. All right, everybody. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we are obsessed with helping you grow your small business. See you next week. Next week.